This is the Black Film Review. Hi critics, I'm Taz, your host for the Black Film Review. Don't forget to follow us on IG and Twitter at the BFR Podcast. And don't forget to like, follow, and rate us on whatever streaming site that you are using to listen to my beautiful voice. (laughs) Before I dive into the rating of this week's film, I would like to give a great shout out to my cousin Ashley and her husband Spencer on the birth of their baby boy, my newest baby cousin. So excited. Uh, So congratulations to them and a big shout out to them being first time parents. They're going to do great. I know it. All right. So another thing I would like to address before starting my inconsistency, my inconsistency, my inconsistency. Anyway, y'all know what I'm talking about. So I said I would be more consistent with y'all in uploading. But, you know, life happened last week and I started a new job and I didn't have as much time to actually sit down with my dad and record. Um, So you guys didn't get an episode and I apologize for that. I really do. But I'm not going to make any more promises to you guys. What I'm going to say is I will try my hardest to make sure that you guys have an episode each week. Okay, like that is my goal for the end of the year. We only have two months left. So I feel like I genuinely can produce at least nine episodes. And I genuinely hope that I do for y'all. That is my goal. And I hope I meet it. And you guys better hold me to it. So send me all the hate mail y'all want on IG and Twitter to motivate me. Y'all can even send it to the email for the podcast, which is the Black Film Review Podcast at gmail.com. Spelled out just like the title of the show. And you just add gmail.com at the end of it. It's also in the bio of like just the whole series of the show. So anyway, this week's film is BAPS. This is my first time seeing this movie, and I definitely understand the hype. I'm not going to hold y'all. I get it. It's it's a great masterpiece, honestly. There's a lot of parts I don't get, but I get it. I, I get it, y'all. I get it. Anyway, so the movie was released in March of 1997, and it was rated a 4.7 on IMDb, and then a 15% on Rotten Tomatoes, and honestly, they ain't shit. I'm going to just put it out there. Like... What the fuck? This is bullshit, y'all. It's real bullshit. Um, And I'm going to just say part of my language because I might curse a lot. But I feel like I curse a lot anyway. So y'all already know the vibes. But I want to shout out some, um, like, three people that wouldn't have, this movie wouldn't have been possible without them. So the director, the musician, like, I guess the music director, and then the costume designer, like, they are really important, in my opinion, to this and to the culture. So Robert Townsend, he is the director of this lovely movie. He also is the dad in Up, Up, and Away, which was a Disney movie. I believe it was released in 2001. I want to say that. Um, 
I believe I just mentioned it was a Disney movie, but it was a movie about superheroes and the whole black beautiful family was superheroes. And that was like my favorite movie as a kid, like Axia, like that was my shit, y'all. It was my shit. Anyway, um, and then the music director, I'm giving him that title. I don't know if he had it, but Stanley Clark, um, I want to shout him out. One, because he's black. Boom. Duh. Two, because he's a bassist and he was like in the whole jazz movement. Like that's what he does. He's a bassist in jazz, like a, ba- a jazz bassist. I should say it that way. And so shout out to my guy, you know, and then the costume designer, Ruth E. Carter. She is also the costume designer behind Black Panther and Coming to America. And she worked with uh, Spike Lee for some of his movies as well. Um, and she's definitely important to the culture. I don't care what none of you guys have to say. Um, she literally is like my idol. I want to be her when I grow up. And I would love to be a costume director that makes this big of an impact with the costumes in each of those movies that I listed. Um, and then this movie stars the lovely Holly Berry and the lovely Natalie, <laughs> Natalie Dezel. I don't know if I'm saying her last name right, but y'all know who she is. She was the stepsister in Brandy's Cinderella, because I'm saying it's Brandy's Cinderella. And she also played um, in Eve's show that was titled after her, but her name was Shelly in the show. But anyway, um, so she also did pass away, I believe around this time last year. So RIP to her and I hope she's like resting peacefully. So let's get into the synopsis. All right, so waitresses at a Georgia restaurant, Nisi Holly Berry and Mickey Natalie Dizelle decide to fly to LA for a music video audition in order to raise money for their dream project, a business that combines soul food dining with a hair salon. Circumstances eventually find the Southern ladies on the estate of Mr. Blakemore, an elderly billionaire, millionaire. Despite their vast cultural differences, Nisi and Mickey form a close bond with Blakemore and his butler. Shout out to Alfred, because that's what they nicknamed him. I believe his name in the movie, though, was Manly. Don't quote me on that, y'all, but I think that was his name. So what I want to do, since I just listed all those great black people who helped make this movie, I also just want to list the great black cameos that are in this movie that I was able to point out, like, that played themselves. So it was easy to point out. Anyway, so um, there's Heavy D, um, who also, um, coincidentally, I think that's the word, um, was the person whose music video that they were going to, well, that Nisi was going to the audition for. I'm trying to stick with their movie names. Um, I know I'm normally not good at it, but I'm going to try my hardest. So fingers crossed um, that Nisi was trying to audition for. Then there's Dennis Rodman, Howard Hype, 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 Hit. I don't know how to say his last name, but he was some singer in some band and he old. Y'all, he was old then. He probably old now if he ain't passed away. And if he did pass away, RIP to God, you know? 
Anyway, and then Leon Robinson, he plays David Ruffin in The Temptations. And then also somebody, I forgot to write the name down, um, in The Five Heartbeats. Um, and then y'all, there's Bernie Mac, like Bernie Mac is in the movie, but he don't play himself. I just know what Bernie Mac looked like. So it was easy to point out, period. Um, and then there's LL Cool J and LL Cool J, the scene that they have with him is so funny. It's so rememberable to me. Um, simply because, but then again, all these movies, all these things, all these cameos were, were rememberable. Um, but LL Cool J's was funny, um, because, so they see him at the airport as soon as they get off the airplane in LA and they run up to him, they drop, they drop their 90 ass suitcases that don't got no wheels that they holding in their hand and just, it's a lot. Anyway, um, and they like, oh my God, LL Cool J, like they talk about people that they know that claims that they slept with him, all sorts of stuff. It's just hilarious. And then I believe it was Nisi who goes, um, he done married his baby's mama. And like, I don't know why that was so funny to me, but it was hilarious. Like, because she was like, like, and I think she even says like, cause not everybody do that or something like that. So it was funny. But then it also remind me that like my old coworker, my, I was called her my um, work grandma, Miss Cheryl. Uh, she is actually his baby mother's, you know, his baby mama's uh, god mom. So that was funny. And she had a lot of stories to tell and pictures to show because you know how people like to show off that they know celebrities. But anyway, it was still funny and enjoyable. Um, but when she, they, the rest of the people I named, they see them all at one restaurant and they draw the whole time. Like they're running up to people eating dinner, just being real ratchet and real real tacky y'all and that's what uh one of the other reviews i read watched um no that i read said something about them being tacky um so since we're talking about them being tacky let's jump right into the fashion portion of the movie for me so yeah so i just feel like a lot of their outfits were fire like i'm not gonna hold you they was fire they're like it just they was fire y'all like it was lit um especially the iconic you know arching yellow outfits that holly berry and oh shit sorry i'm trying to stay with their name so mickey and niecy wear um when they are simply just going to um la you know they cause a big commotion on the airplane with those big ass hairs that they have and it's so funny because they even have a moment in the um on the airplane where mickey is like niecy you think you did too much with our hair like you think you did it too big or whatever she was like "Mm -mm, nope i did not it looks good we look good i did not over the top it like she's like she is confident that they hair is the best and nobody it ain't over top it ain't doing too much and then they go to play an in-flight movie that's how you know it's the 90s because do they even have in-flight movies anymore i don't think so i don't even think they sell food to people so that's that i'm not sell food but serve food to people but anyway, so they go to play the movie and everyone's in the back or like around them booing because they're sitting in the middle. So the projector's in the middle of the plane and they can't see because of their hair to the point that the flight attendant comes over and she's like, um, can you guys like lower your hair? And I just thought it was hilarious because I think the, it, that part would have been funnier if the flight attendant was a white lady, but she ended up being some black lady, which it was all right. I loved it. You know, I love black lady extras. I love black people extras. It makes the movie feel so diverse to me. But anyway, um, 
So that was just really funny. But they look good in those outfits. And you've seen multiple people be them for Halloween in those outfits. And with their gold teeth in their hair. Like, it just... It's great. And I think even, like, there was a clip in um, Mickey's hair in the back of it that said, like, um, uh, what did it say? Uh, well, I don't even remember. Never mind. Forget that I said it. Scratch that. But there's a clip in there that it says something funny. And I just think it's funny because, like, clips like that are definitely making a whole comeback. And everybody's wearing these big-ass clips saying stupid shit on it. So, anyway... Um, I only picked out a few other outfits that I wanted to talk about, um, simply because, yeah, like, I j just because those were the ones that, like, came out to me, like, a lot. I noticed, though, that when they dressed in the movie, they matched a lot of the time. So, like, they wore the same color scheme. And I thought that was actually pretty cool, in a sense. Um, but one of my favorite outfits that Nisi wears sadly is the outfit that she actually goes to the hospital and um, I'm gonna get to that part but she goes to the hospital and sees Mr. Blakemore before he like when he's sick I'm gonna say when he's sick um and like she sees him she has like this purple uh cashmere-ish sweater on um it's a actually it's a cardigan because it's buttons on it um and then she has on these just light wash denim pants i love white light wash denim pants and they were distressed and stuff so that it was really cute but um and then that um mickey they were having a um shopping spree with mr blakemore and mickey tried on this yellow cardigan y'all it looks so good like i when i watched the movie i watched it a couple of times but every time i seen that scene i was like oh my gosh like her character better have bought it like she looked so good in it it was like so there was like um like feather it's a feathery detail cardigan like it was a solid uh yellow cardigan with a plain yellow fabric um it kind of looked like it could be a jersey blend but uh, with like a jersey neon blend i don't even know if they really make those blends but anyway um and then there was a flur 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 feathery details on it so like her wrists were feathery and uh the collar of it and like the inside part of it was feathery i can't think of any of these words and i actually know them because y'all like i went to school for fashion like yeah and it was my career pathway in high school so i really should know this stuff but it's just i'm drawing a blank but either way it looks so good on her like it fit her perfectly like it was like a glove like i hope she had like i hope she, the care like not only the character but i also hope that natalie took that home and kept it in her closet and wore it to show like she looked so good at it y'all and the color was popping everything let's move on to these wigs that they these people had in their head i'm assuming that natalie natalie that um niecy's I'm not even talking about the character. Holly Berry's hair, I don't know if it was a wig or if Holly Berry at once was a blonde. I'm not sure. Didn't look it up because a part of me really didn't care that much. But a part of me was like, I'll talk about it in the podcast. So I'm going to talk about it in the podcast. But Holly Berry looks really good as a blonde, y'all. Like, she really could be a blonde. Like, she was out here looking like a whole bad bitch. I'm not even going to hold y'all. Like, I love the blonde on her. Like, 
she should i mean probably to this day she should dye her hair blonde because it just looks so good on her and like her hair like a lot of the style she was doing um was real nice they was definitely over the top but like it was the 90s and they were they like their characters were described as tacky so it makes perfect sense that the hair was tacky that they had in but it was so cute um like they they did a lot, a lot of nice styles for holly bear hair and i really i really fuck with them like that was that was cute oh sorry one more piece before i i finish with the hair the outfits that they had in on the last scene of the movie when they opened up the restaurant and hair salon whatever the fuck it was called oh lilies that was cute and um they both look nice too like uh mickey had on this another white i think it was a gown but it had like buttons and pleats in the front um that like it just hugged her perfectly it looked so nice it was white like pure white like that nice cocaine white it just looked so good on her and then um Missy had on this sparkly pantsuit that just looked beautiful y'all they looked they looked good yo i'm telling you ruth miss carter she did her thing y'all she really did anyway so back to the hair now mickey hair in this movie y'all was a hit or a miss bro like the scene where they like not the second scene so maybe like the third scene when they actually get the idea to actually go to LA I love the pom-poms and the ponytail pom-pom thing that she had going on I love that I always wanted my hair to be like that honestly I feel like I would wear my hair like that to this day if like someone were to do it but like if y'all know me and a lot of y'all might not but like I don't really do my hair like that I'm lazy AF so it probably won't ever happen but if I decide to go do my hair i would try to do it like that um but then like there's some other parts of her hair where like it just looks a mess like i don't understand why they were doing these weird like little like i don't know like i just i can't even explain how bad some of the hair looked like but it just looked so bad y'all like so freaking bad and then i'm gonna point out just these were just two people whose hair just looked the fuck a mess in the movie that i seen and the lawyer y'all the last scene that the lawyers in the one scene i was talking about with them looking nice in the white the lawyers in that scene and i don't know why they felt the need to have the character quote-unquote grow her hair out but they could have kept her with the shortcut because that wig that they put on that lady here looked the fucking mess and that lady looked in the mirror and was like okay i'm ready to shoot no she should have said take this shit off my head she really should have and i don't know why she did because she looked a mess y'all a fucking mess and then the reporter there i don't know they just like i'm assuming they didn't brush her hair but then again maybe they was trying to tease it but like it looked a mess too like and then she had these blind these blind these blonde stripes in the front of it yo her hair looked a mess too like it's really embarrassing that like they did that to them like literally if y'all didn't had a budget to do their hair y'all could have just told them to come with their hair done for real for real because it looked a fucking mess y'all a fucking mess and like i just y'all yeah. i just can't all right y'all so i, really I so we're gonna talk about they bum ass boyfriends and i'm only saying they bums because they was really bums like they didn't have jobs like they literally was just doing the fucking most like literally i don't know what it was they just kept running into bum ass niggas like not even like yeah it was bad 
So let's just point out the fact that people that they claimed as their boyfriends, right? So Ali and James. James is Mickey boyfriend and Ali is Nisi boyfriend. Got this hair like he looks like a pimp that Jock got pulled from the 70s and dropped into the 90s in this movie. He literally is this high yellow man. Got this hair. He looks like his hair looks like Cat Williams hair, but brown. And like with Cat Williams had the perm. I don't even know if it was really a perm. I think he even said it wasn't a perm. But anyway, that's what Ali looked like, y'all. He got this hair and then he got this hat on his head he got the toothpick and he looks like cat williams and friday at their next or yeah friday at their next the hollow the halloween movie the christmas friday like he looks the fuck a mess like a whole pimp and he just looks a mess and then like so nisi and mickey are mad because they didn't come meet them to walk them home from work and these niggas is like oh we was busy we was out here doing stuff and they're talking about like how they're trying to like okay to give to be fair they were trying to like secure um a car for their luxury cab page and page and cab service that they was gonna make but they didn't have a job to buy the car that they was looking at and Ali don't have a driver's license so I don't know how they thought that that was gonna work they were like they skipped like a really important steps to get to where they were and that was like it, it was a lot so they pointed that out like both of them pointed it out and even um Mickey I believe says so y'all like y'all like she says something about them applying to jobs or whatever and like no she says them not having jobs and the dude and Ali's like oh yeah but we went applying but not all the job not all the jobs have bus on like on the bus line or like something like that and I mean like y'all there was cabs so they could have caught a cab and got dropped off they could literally drive the bus as far as the bus go call a cab to pick them up and then take them the rest of the way and I know I'm saying this as a person who lives in 2021 who has Lyft and Uber at my disposal that can literally take me from point A to point B but also that's what cabs could do so I don't understand the argument now that I actually talked it out I mean, I guess it was valid for a bum-ass nigga, so it made sense for that. And then they end up going... Oh, sorry. I'm going to talk about James' outfit. James is really just dressed like a typical black man from the 90s. Like, he got a hat on, a, a, um, a baseball cap on, and he got on a freaking... Um, he got on this freaking... Um, like just a polo shirt it's not a ralph lauren polo um but it definitely is like a polo shirt with some logo on it and yeah so then they go they end up going to the club because like it's ladies night they try to have fun everything like that before they actually go to california and they run into these two dudes in the club and holly and nisi is like no i'm not interested in these dudes like let them go like let them go and mickey like oh no let them buy drinks oh, i think she even said it was good looking no they was not good looking either like i think one of them had braces they looked a mess the other one had like so he had ali's hair but like a wavy edition of it with a hat on it wasn't the same kind of hat like ali had a pimp hat on and this one had like i don't even remember what it looked like but i want to say it was like a fisherman's hat um 
and yeah so these dudes was bums too because they ordered mind you she was like oh yeah i would like a drink uh-huh uh-huh and she kept dropping hits mickey and so the dude was like oh okay okay yeah yeah, yeah. let's order they order four hurricanes right and then like look at them to pay like look at mickey and nisi to pay and then they go well it's ladies night y'all got in here free so y'all got more money sir goodbye and that's exactly what they do. They walked right away from them. And then they ran, They ended up running to their boyfriends. Ali punched the dude because he, like, not leaving DC alone and stuff. And then the same thing happened with their boyfriends. Their boyfriends didn't expect them to pay because it's late night and they got in there for free. Y'all, that's a lot of bum-ass nigga energy. It really is. And it's sad. And it's embarrassing. And I feel bad for them. I really do. I feel hella bad. Hello, motherfucking bad. So bad. So anyway, y'all. So I like it's just a lot. So once they get to California, or whatever, and they get into this scam, cause that's what I'm calling it. It was a scam. The old man uh, who had like two weeks to live or whatever, his nephew tried to like trick him into believing that this lady's granddaughter came to see him. This lady that he was in love with and pretty much just use Holly, I'm sorry, just use Nisi and had to take um, Mickey along with the ride because Nisi came with her, pretty much. So they get into this house, right? And then there's a scene where they end up in the bathroom and I'm probably going to say it wrong, but a duvet, 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 duvet. I don't remember y'all. I don't know. Anyway, so there's a scene where they like, oh, why they got two toilets or whatever. And so Nisi like, you know, rich people like to um have a choice in everything. I don't know if she said rich people or white people, but I want to say she said rich people because... Or maybe she said rich white people. I don't remember. Anyway, so um, so she goes and points to the du- duvet, 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 whatever, y'all. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. And she's like, because this is where they do number one. And then they, she points to the regular toilet. And she was like, that's where they do number two. So Mickey's like, so how they flush the first one? How they flush their number ones or whatever? These bitches go and turn the, the thing on, the duvet, the, the, the poop hole cleaner. And... Um, and like it, like it, you know, it shoots up at them, they get attacked. It's like a, one of them where you break the sink scenes in the bathroom and like the water gets everywhere and you're trying to turn it off, but it's not turning it off, and blah, blah blah blah. That's literally what happens in the scene. Um, but they like get soaking wet, y'all. And then the next scene that they're in, they come with a whole new hairstyle. So, my question is, where the fuck? And there's other hairstyles in the movie. Mind you, this is still low key the beginning of the movie. So, they packed a suitcase full of hair. Like, they just, they, they was like, oh, we might need all these wigs. And they just threw them all in the bag. Like, I'm just, I mean, I don't, like I said, I don't, I barely do my hair. So, like, I don't. I couldn't imagine packing a suitcase or packing hair to go and do it. Like, I just, it just don't make sense to me. But like, clearly that's not, that's not the life I live. And I'm okay with that. I've accepted it. But it's just, it's just wild as fuck. Like, literally wild as fuck. Man, this movie good. Like, it's, I love it. So... There's a funny ass scene. So before they actually go upstairs and get that whole duvet, that whole toilet bowl thing happening, they run into this picture, this ugly ass picture, like that they think it is. It's an art piece. Someone painted it. Anything. They talk about how ugly it is. Then they mention that it looked like Lakeisha Jenkins that they know from like Day Hood or whatever. 
And the funny part about this painting is that then when Ali and James pop up, they too are looking at the picture and they're like, oh my gosh, that looked like, that looked like Lakeisha Jenkins. And I just thought it was funny because like Lakeisha Jenkins looked like that. Like her face is disformed, y'all. Like this picture is such like, it's a, I don't even know if it's really considered abstract, but y'all, it don't look like a normal picture. Like it's not like the Mona Lisa or the, um, the woman with the pearl ear. Like it's none of those pictures. Like there's no real face. Like literally it's like lines that maybe make a face. So the fact that this lady looked like that is hella disrespectful to me and to them and to anybody else that got look at her. Like it's just wild as fuck. Wild as fuck. Okay, so of course, like when they first get in there, not everyone in the house is really with them and shit. But that's, you know, that's. So I also want to note that I labeled this movie as like a platonic rom com. Like it's a romantic comedy, you know, where like romance happens in it. But there's also a great, not just bromance, but like just great platonic relationships that develop. And I love it. Um, So. I would love to talk about the relationship between Nisi, Mickey, um, Blackmore, and Alfred, who they end up nicknaming from like Batman's butler, but his name is Manly. So Manly and them connect when they talk about how they miss their stories. Any black person know it's the soap operas. They miss their soap operas. They was mad that they missed them um, or whatever. So Manly, they talking about like who killed who and like somebody got killed and they was talking about who did it. Manly's like, oh, I've recorded every episode, la la la. They bond, they vibing. It's great. By this time, Mr. Blakemore, like, is already in love with them and they vibing and everything like that. And then I just start to think about it. This is a theory, this is a theory that I've had like my whole life, pretty much. And that black women and white men are the same people. And I know a lot of y'all are thinking, like, what this bitch just say? But I mean it. And I'm simply, I'm not going to go too deep in the theory because I think Tia explains it better than me. So maybe if she's on an episode and it's something like this, again, we can talk about it. Um, But they are like the same people. Honestly, they are the backbones of their family. They fucking, honestly, when they can get to that level, they are powerful as fuck. People hate them for different reasons, no, nonetheless. But people hate them, especially when they in powerful positions. And like, they just, they honestly, in their minds, they are the shit and no one can tell them that they're not. And I'm not saying black women not the shit cause I think black women are shit. But yeah, they the same people. And honestly, white men, when they openly and get over themselves, they are naturally in love with us. Like, and I don't mean as in like always romantically, I mean platonically as well. Like you, like they, like it's, we're just drawn to each other. We literally like with everyone and their judgmentalness is put aside and we are like just being ourselves we are literally drawn to them and they are drawn to us and i love that and it's funny as fuck so good motherfucking times good motherfucking times all right so anyway um so at some point you know like i told you that they end up vibing and um like board like they are like they all vibe and to the point that they end up like one of the later movies the later scenes in the movie they end up going out to this party because he's like oh y'all i want to dance 
after he gets some like bad news where he pretty much find out his nephew trying like steal his fortune and say he um incompetent like yeah because he hanging out with these black chicks like to the point that they went on a shopping spree and the um and the nephew was there taking pictures and he came up with a story saying that they was trying to rob him and that he befriended them and was taking them and letting them do their money freely he was trying to claim him as like i said incompetent um so anyway ah hold on ah all right so they end up going to the party or whatever they have a great time and on their way back um him as in blakemore and niece are having a heart-to-heart in a car because he's like oh yeah i haven't had this much fun since lily lily is the um the lady he was in the black lady he was in love with when he was younger um that he ended up wasn't able to marry because his family because she was black and he was white um and the nephew hired niecy holly berry to um to pretend to be her granddaughter so he was like yeah like he was like i haven't had this much fun since the last time i hung out with niecy and it's just amazing la 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 and holly berry mind you holly berry is like trying low-key spinning the whole movie talking about i need to find me a man that's going to distract me let her look got money pretty much everything that ali's not that's like successful everything she be you know she spent the whole time and like everything like that they she honestly leaves georgia on a bad note with ali so when she gets to la she's like yeah i need to find me a man i need to find me a whole snack something that i can eat up devour you know and um so they're like in a car having a heart to heart holly berry starts talking about how like she that's her man she loved him she known that since high school like they gonna be together and she talks about it and like it's hard to heart like she looks like she about to cry or whatever y'all this is not a main part of the movie that i like that i would have picked out but i when i was rewatching it i seen it this lady starts to nod off like she one of them h crack like them h heads i don't even know how to call that the heroin addicts y'all y'all know what i'm talking about if y'all ever been to like any poverty stricken place where white people are y'all seen this y'all seen the nod like especially in the united states y'all seen the nod like they are leaning over they're like there's videos on the internet going around of them doing this nod and just doing it like that's what she looked like and i just was spending the whole time like bro why she look like that and i feel like it was distracting me from the movie like it was like i just i was focused on it like the scene had passed and i was still like yo that sis was really in here in a car nodding off like drawing like being a whole junkie like it was wild and i mean i apologize if any of y'all got like i guess what i'm gonna call them the writing addicts in your family but she was looking like a junkie in a car and i'm gonna just say it like that let me make period um y'all and then so even before the scene of them going out to dance right so i told y'all about the italian dude that was working the one half of um the scam to get the man money i don't even know if i said it in this recording this is like the fifth time i don't record it parts of this because i i feel like i need to be a perfectionist and I, after a certain time i just get to a point where i'm just like oh well whatever we'll make it do anyway so that he has his break in but it goes wrong with the italian guy um that the butler ends up finding him and so does niecy and mickey like they end up pretty much beating him up but 
the Italian man purposely was trying to get Mickey to like fall in love with him. Like he was lying about being rich and all this other stuff to the point Nisi was like, oh, not Nisi. Mickey was like, oh yeah. Because he was like, I came to America because I'm rich and I just want to find someone who loves me for me, la la la. And then Mickey, Mickey's like, oh my gosh, you want somebody like you for you? Oh my gosh, yeah, some, some, some trying to spend all his money. Like, it was funny as fuck. But anyway, so <laughs> they are like hanging out in the thing. He's like rubbing her with these gloves on. And she brings up the fact that he got these gloves on in the house. And he's like, oh no, I'm just trying to, um, my hands are not as delicate as your beautiful skin. And I want to keep them off of you. And she believe it. And she's like, oh my God, that was so cute. And I'm just like, sis, that doesn't even sound logical. Like they look like, they look like the gloves that OJ had on when he killed Nicole and, um, I noticed me a name and I don't want to just say it but the the man that also got killed with Nicole Simpson allegedly that OJ allegedly did it that's the only part I'm saying allegedly too um but what's I saying but yeah it looks like those gloves like he like like he's gonna do a crime in the gloves and um, so anyway, so later that night after they had that moment where she just stupid, she put her hand, her fingerprints on a safe because uh, clearly it was a whole setup. They were trying to set him up, but he ends up messing up and knocking into one of these, um, into one of the statues. So it break the butler here, Nisi and, um, Mickey here, they come downstairs. He knocked the butler out, but as he knocked the butler out, Nisi and Mickey come down the steps and they like beat him up and they like do this thing like, Oh, Oh, Mike Tyson would hit him like this and all this other weird stuff y'all. So, when, um, I keep saying, um, because I keep losing track of where I'm going. Oh, so, he, the butler, so, the Isaac comes out of the room he's standing. He's like, oh my gosh, how could you guys try to rob for my uncle? I mean, yeah, my uncle. La, 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 la. And the dude is like, oh, stay in character, um, because, you know, we can't, we have it. Her prince is on a safe or whatever. And he's like, the three of you try to rob for my uncle. La, 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 la. Try to throw all of them under the bus. So, he comes out scot clean. And the butler's like, no, it wasn't the girls. The girls had nothing to do with it. It was him. La, la, la. So, um, pretty much that the foils like as he's saying oh just stay in character we can do it we can still set them up the butler starts looking at Isaac like what are you talking about like and they all looking at Isaac like bro what is you talking about like you was trying to set us up and set him up and rob your uncle like you're drawing um, so the Italian man ended up getting arrested we don't see him ever again in the movie um, and honestly I don't even think they mention him again but they mention how Isaac pretty much ain't shit um, so what was I saying y'all so yeah, Isaac just, he ain't shit, y'all. Like, I just, he just ain't shit. And he do some weird shit, right, when they go to read the wills. Because the uncle died, y'all. I'm going to ruin it for y'all. He died. And so Isaac comes to the will reading. I don't know why, but he comes to the will reading. This is after the dance party, too. Well, clearly, because the uncle has to die. So anyway, <laughs> so he comes to the will reading. And the lady's reading out the will and he's like he's he's confused on why they're there and then they start, start, she starts reading out the will and Isaac is surprised that he didn't get left nothing left to him and I'm just like bro everybody knew what you like I just thought it was stupid that Isaac really thought that he would get anything afterwards like everyone knew so it was just really stupid but anyway so um before the man dies um Alfred Manley, the butler, he works with um, Ali and James to get them out there because he's like, oh, I played the middleman. What she does, there's a part in the movie where he's like talking to Ali with Holly Berry, I mean, with Nisi, 
and he's like trying to be their middleman and like try to calm the situation and everything like that um so anyway so he's like oh i want to like fix the problem and i was trying to help you so y'all ali comes to la he got his haircut he got a driver's license he out here trying to be the best man for holly berry for me see that he can be y'all like the best man but during the scene before he pops up holly berry is randomly walking around the house and ends up in the living room i guess it was supposed to be but there was no couch or anything so it was some spare room in the house and she turns on this random ass spotlight that's literally on a display that literally just standing there and it's like a big ass spotlight and it turns on and that's and then he comes in through the light and i'm just like yo that was like i don't I don't y'all I don't get it like I don't I don't understand why Robert Townsend would do that and thought that was a good idea I don't know what was going on through his mind it was just weird to me it was weird to me why you being weird to me I don't even think I said it right but shout out to old girl um that don't call me white girl but lady she funny um but yeah so they they had the talk and everything like that and they were like oh I love you you know that love you love you shit at the same time, James and Mickey having a conversation. And James is in the middle of a conversation talking about like everything she deserves. He started crying and shit like that. And he's like, yeah, and I wanna take you out to dinner so we can eat. Cause we just be looking at people eat. I wanna eat too. And I'm just like, bro, why are you going out to dinner if you don't got no money? Like go to a park, go take a walk, like do something like that. It, there's things you can do to take people on a date that's free. Like that you can spend limited amount of money that she would appreciate because you spend the time to plan it you know like it just it's not making sense to me and i'm just confused like you know i'm just trying to make it make sense and it's just not it's just y'all it's just not anywho then he also says like he also says something about her having nice clothes and how he want to just give her nice clothes and everything like that and um and he don't um he and he asked why should you have to wear your sunday clothes on wednesday like why she only got one pair of nice clothes like i'm just confused like i don't get it like and she like the clothes that she had in the movie was nice they was fire like she was nice she looked not all of them but most of them was fire like she looked nice and she just got a bunch of new clothes from the mr white man mr blakemore yeah, that's his name. Mr. Blakemore, like, so sorry, relax. Stop crying. Like, I would have, honestly, she started acting like she was feeling it too. Like, she, but you could see, like, in the movie, I don't know if she just couldn't fake cry, but they thought that that scene was good or they ran out of time and they just needed to use that scene. But she didn't look like she was moved by that to the point that she was like, James, don't be saying this stuff to me if you don't mean it. And then he was like, no, I do mean it. And he mysteriously falls into the pool. And she's like, oh, I didn't mean to do that. I didn't mean to do that. Like, sis, you meant that because you don't believe him. And it, it's, un it's understandable. It's understandable. I get it. I be hearing that niggas be lying. You know, I get it. You ask for simple stuff and they don't give it to you. I've been there. I asked for a plant. Didn't get it. It's literally simple. Oh, so they hear the ambulance come in. Mr. Blakemore goes into the ambulance. This is when Holly Berry, the next scene, Holly Berry walks in the hospital in that purple sweater I was talking about in the beginning y'all and looks amazing but he's like he dying and she's sad because he can't she tries to tell him that she's not Lily's grandchild but he dies before she could she starts feeling bad and the lawyer's like no sis it's good he knew he knew Lily didn't have no kids like you're good so then fast forward to the scene I was just talking about with Isaac 
where Isaac is sitting here in this will reading thinking he gonna get some. Sir, why do you think you gonna get anything? Like I said before, you are a menace to society. You try to trick this man in his dying days, his last days on earth. You try to trick him and rob him so that you can get his money. Now, and then I'm thinking about it, was he even dying from cancer? Like I know he was sick, all old people sick, but like not all old people, I take that back. My grandma not sick. But they all been sick you know they get sick they it's, it's easy for them to get sick like it's it's more common for them to be sick with like dead blue stuff because they're oh they lived a long life they lungs been around for 80 years their kidneys been kicking for 80 years it makes sense but anyway so he's in there everybody starts getting their stuff what really pees me off about this scene is the fact that they start playing fucking music over y'all and i'm like i want to know how much money these people was getting why can't y'all let me know i want to know what they get who get in the house i want to know who get in the house i want to know how much money he funding their business like i just want to know all this stuff but mainly get something y'all and it was great and i was happy i couldn't hear them say he got something but i was reading everything his shocked face everybody else around him being hype and everything like that it was lit. I dreamed to be that rich where I could have all my assistants and butlers and all my housemates living with me. That's some Tiana Taylor shit. That's what Tiana Taylor do. She got all her assistants that live with her and her multiple properties. That is lit. I don't care what nobody gotta say. Like, that's the type of rich I'm trying to be on. You hear me? I'm trying to be that motherfucking rich. Anyway, y'all. So, the man died. They open up the, the um, y'all, they really opened up a soul food restaurant with a salon in it. And they literally, I think like the, I don't know if it's the advertisement says it, but someone as they're walking in says, oh, you can get like a blowout with like different food. And I'm just like, why did they do that? I don't know what's going on. James and Ali got to open up their page attack cab company. It actually looked really cool. Like it was like old style cars and stuff. And then they had each person in the same, um, in the same, in the same suit, but different colors. So it was like, like old timey suit. So it was like orange, green, yellow, purple. It looked so good. I loved it. It was like the wiggles out that bitch. I know orange is not a wiggle color. Don't think I don't know. Um, but yeah like it just looked good i think orange might be a wiggle color it's orange nah man i think it's like one of the new wiggle colors i think that might be it anyway so yeah so the movie ends and they out here living their best life because mr blakemore died and they got money so shout out to mr blakemore for dying and hooking the sisters up with some good money um <laughs> yo i need help i know i do anyway so i am about to rate this movie so I feel like I give these movies, all the movies, the same rating. I'm not gonna disrespect it and give it like a like a five because I'm not gonna do that. The movie was good. Holly Berry actually did some good acting. Like she was really ratchet in this movie, and I liked it. Like some parts was like overacting and stuff. I'm sorry if I can hear my chair, but I'm like back in that place that I, I recorded Friday, and then y'all probably been hearing it the whole time I've been talking. I'm sorry, but um, what was I saying? Oh, so like I'm not gonna, but I'm not gonna rate it. I think I would get this movie maybe like a. I would give this movie like a six point five. I'm giving this movie a six point five simply because 
maybe the storyline could be better but then that's what i'm saying maybe i'm gonna just give it a seven because the storyline is not bad and it's not a bad movie but it's not like one of those movies where you would want to quote every line you know like a cult like a cult classic and where there because there's movies where you want to quote every line and that's just not this one it's not and it's okay that it's not this movie because there's more movies to come you know so it's just like why but anyway so yeah but so it's good i liked it i liked the outfits like i said like it was a lot of good parts in the movie it was funny it was a lot of comic relief which i definitely appreciate because i like comedies and it's fun yeah just a solid seven i'll give it a solid seven so the bfr rating is a seven check it out check it out so once again i want to thank you guys for listening to my podcast um to all my old listeners and new listeners i genuinely genuinely appreciate you guys um and i also want to shout out so there's this listener listener that there is in belgium the only reason that I'm shouting them out. One is because they've been a hot spot since I started the podcast and now it's getting like deeper red and in the um, place that I, the host of my podcast, like the website I use, it, um, the deeper the red is the more volume. So like I, I take it as like the more episodes they listen to. Like it's not a big circle, but it's a circle. And so I'm assuming they listen to a lot of episodes. So shout out to y'all. Like, I don't know if y'all speak I don't even know what they speak over there, but I thank y'all. Like, thank you. Like, they are not my, they are honestly, I think my only foreign listener. So thank you so much for you guys. I really appreciate you guys. Shout out to the listener in California, um, my cousin in Texas, somebody else in Texas as well, like in a different part of Texas. There's like Indiana, Kansas, like every Virginia, um, Jamaica, even though I think it was my aunt because she might have been there, Florida. Atlanta like thank y'all so much for listening um Philly New York all of y'all thank y'all so much for listening Illinois I think too I don't know but anyway thank y'all all for listening to the podcast I genuinely appreciate you guys um but just don't forget to follow like and rate the podcast on your streaming networks um and also don't forget to hit us up like you can hit us up through email through IG Twitter at the black film no the black film review podcast at gmail.com is the email address and then the handle is the bfr podcast um i keep saying i'm gonna change it but i haven't changed the handle yet anyway so that's the where you can reach us give us some reviews like tell like if y'all think i'm stupid just tell me that if y'all think that i should have guests all the time tell me that if y'all think i should get another co-host tell me that like let me know how y'all feeling about my episodes and everything that i got going on um but like i said i appreciate you guys all of you i love y'all so much and i thank you guys so much for sticking through me and all my shenanigans that i've had um and all i want to say is i hope you guys have a good day a good night in a good week and i'm not gonna say good month because i promised to post before that but you know you know it's all vibes it's good vibes bye critics